0: So 39 years ago, this past week, I was ordained as a pastor in the United Methodist Church. Oh, okay, thanks. (laughs) And and now I'm laying it down. If you haven't caught this, I'm retiring in just about three weeks' time. So I've had a lot of time to reflect upon the nature of the church, and especially today, Pentecost is sometimes called the birthday of the church. So... uh, Maybe you have reflected on the church too. You may have been a longtime member of the church. Some of you may be here for the very first time. Uh, but I found this quote that really has resonated with me about the church. And it comes from an Italian man named Carlo Carretto, And he lived in Italy. And during the rise of Fossi, I can't say that word, boy, you know, Fosse, the fascist, there you are, in Italy. He became more religious, and he he joined a Catholic religious order and lived for a long time in the desert, and he wrote there. So here's a part of what he wrote about the church. How baffling you are, O church, and yet how I love you. How you have made me suffer, and yet how much I owe you. I would like to see you destroyed, and yet I need your presence. You've given me so much scandal, and yet you have made me understand what sanctity is. I have seen nothing in the world more devoted to obscurity, more compromised, more false, and yet I have touched nothing more pure, more generous, more beautiful. How often I have wanted to shut the doors of my soul in your face, and how often I have prayed to die in the safety of your arms. No, I cannot free myself from you because I am you, though not completely. And Besides, where would I go? Would I establish another? I would not be able to establish it without the same faults, for they are the same faults I carry in me. And if I did establish another, it would be my church and not the church of Christ. I'm old enough to know that I'm no better than anyone else. The church has the power to make me holy, but it is made up from the first to the last only of sinners. And what sinners? It has the omnipotent and invincible power to renew the miracle of the Eucharist, but is made up of people who are stumbling in the dark, who fight every day against the temptation of losing their faith. It brings a message of pure transparency, but is is incarnated in slime, such as the substance of the world It speaks of the sweetness of its master and of its nonviolence. But there was a time in history when it sent out its armies to disembowel the infidels and torture the heretics. It proclaims the message of evangelical poverty, and yet it does nothing but look for money and alliances with the powerful. When I was young, I did not understand why Jesus chose Peter as his successor, the first pope, even though Peter abandoned him. Now I'm no longer surprised and I understand that by founding his church on the tomb of a traitor, he was warning each of us to remain humble by making us aware of our fragility. Only the Holy Spirit is capable of building the church with such poorly molded bricks as we are. And that is where the mystery lies. The mixture of good and bad, of greatness and mis- of misery, of holiness and sin that makes up the church, this is the reality I am. But then there is even something more beautiful. The Holy Spirit, who is love, sees us as holy, immaculate, beautiful under the guises of sinners. It's as if evil cannot touch the deepest part of humankind. This is Christ's work. This is the divine spirit of the church. On this Pentecost Sunday, we are called out. Uh, First of all, we are called into accountability to be transparent before this God who has created the church through the power of the Holy Spirit. All of our faults are present today. And on the other hand, all of our potential, all of the power, all of the goodness that comes through God in the Holy Spirit. Again, if you're a longtime follower of Christ or if you're a seeker today, I hope you can find your place within this church because you are being called out. Even as those first ones were, they were in a hidey hole. They were in an upper room on this day waiting for the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon them. I think they were afraid But when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they became this new community called the church. And look who the first preacher was, Peter. Remember Peter, the one who denied Christ three times, and he becomes the one who proclaims the gospel this day, and he is called out to spread good news wherever he goes. And all the other disciples, I mean, they all deserted him, and and they are now speaking powerful words through the Spirit we are called out, all of us. I, I know you love it when I do the Greek, so I'm going to do a little Greek with you. The word for church is ecclesia or ecclesia. You say ecclesiastical, that's where we get that word from the Greek. And it literally means called out. We are the called out people of God. And we today are called out called out to move beyond our brokenness and our sin and our guilt and our incompleteness and our failure and all those things that we hold against us to be that church that the Holy Spirit empowers us to be. And who's called out? Everybody. I love that passage. Sons and daughters, males and females, slaves and free, young and old, conservatives and progressives, gays and straights, Americans and Africans. That's what it said there, right? Every Everybody is called out, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Uh, We Methodists uh, got started by an Anglican priest in England. His name was John Wesley, and he felt called out to leave the walls of the church and to meet people where they were. And he started preaching in coal fields and in marketplaces and people believed what he said when he preached that they were saved through the grace of Jesus Christ. And the power of the Holy Spirit came in it gave birth to a movement, the Methodist movement that has now become this denomination, the United Methodist Church. John Wesley said, the world is my parish. He was called out beyond the walls where we try to keep God contained. I was reading about a church in Houston that's called St. Isidore Episcopal Church, and it is called the Church Without Walls. It consists of house churches, three of them, a food truck, a laundry ministry. Can you imagine celebrating the sacrament of communion in a laundry? Here's some quarters for your dryer. Really, they do that there. A Taco Bell Bible study for a men's group on a Tuesday morning at 7.30. St. Isidore, I didn't know this, was the patron saint of the internet. (laughs) They have a large (laughs) internet presence. I didn't know that. We're called out beyond these walls. I've been really proud of you over these past 10 years of how you have experimented and gone with me. And I remember Pastor Jim who started the, the Point and we had that kind of ministry on Sunday night. And uh, you've gone with me as we've done Rethink Church where we called off worship here and gone out into the world to witness to Christ and, and to be the hands and feet of Christ on a, on a Sunday morning. Pastor Lisa, as she has been this past couple years, done a theology on tap where they met in a brew pub, these young folks, and they would share the gospel around there. We are called out. That's what the Holy Spirit continues to do. We are that church. This past week also was the end of Disciple Bible Study, something that I have been involved with for decades as it came out. And I'm always amazed at how the Holy Spirit shows up in a group of 10 or 12 people as they study the Scripture together and as they pray for one another. Here are some of the comments from some of the students this past year. One young woman said, My confidence has grown. A, a youth said, My hunger for God has grown. A middle-aged woman, it's been the fellowship getting to know all 'all. (laughs) y'all. Another woman said, it's the small Christian community hearing one another's faith. A woman about my age who said, I thought I would come here finding that the Bible had all the answers. I found out it doesn't. (laughs) but it does call me to be faithful. There's a young man who said, I see faith in places I didn't see before. That Holy Spirit continues to call us out to be that church. That's the good news I have to share with you this day. Amen.